gentlemen, welcome to the post-game show live from the Henry James Saloon. And if you're just joining us uh, right at 4.01 p.m., oh, my God, as uh, they do not deserve what's going on today. No. Uh, Jalen Hurts certainly doesn't deserve that, and I'll just start out the show with that. He should have been benched in this game. Like, you, you, you can't, if your passing offense looks that pedestrian uh, to execute, then, then seriously, as I keep seeing the screenshot of what I won't blame Jalen Hurts for is the drop at the end of the game from Jalen Rager. I mean, it is, you can't find a better spot to put that in his hands for a guy that's jumping on a, with, with pressure around him and all this other stuff, but uh, we'll get to Kyle Bennett. Vince Quinn is, is sitting next to me. Um, my God, uh, it's our fault. It's our fault. That we, we just assumed that the NFC East was going to be all, uh, the easiest walkover ever. And are we sitting here today seeing that Freddie fucking Kitchens is the can defeat Jonathan Gannon? And like that, Jalen Hurts looks terrible. This is not how it's supposed to turn out at all. Well, no. Explain and, this to me, Vince Quinn. Well, here's the thing Freddie Kitchens didn't beat them, he wasn't any good. He wasn't any good in this game. They put up 13 points in a game where the Eagles had four turnovers. So when you're turning the ball over four different times in the game in all these devastating ways in the yeah. end zone on the Giants' side of the field constantly, I mean, it just it was an absolute disgrace the way they played football. And it didn't have anything to do with the Giants' offense. I mean, the Eagles' no. offense killed themselves today. Jonathan Gannon was bad. But no, he wasn't. Yeah. They scored 10 points. Yeah. No, I, I, he could have like, been way better. That, dude, it's 10 points. They did their job in spots at the end to find. Your quarterback couldn't throw the football today. No. That's what lost them the game. Not Jonathan Gannon and not anybody else. Jalen Hurts' inability to throw in this one really caught up to them. This is against everything that we talk and preach about on, like, when we saw them beat the Saints, when we've seen them trying to get close to the Chargers, when they boat, boat raced the entire Broncos with the running game, they didn't do that today. They were unsuccessful in doing so. Until you got down to the 20, my first quarter, maybe you can make the argument there why you're throwing with Jalen Hurts in the first place. And honestly, if those two possessions in, like, the first two possessions, if they score touchdowns there, we're probably not even talking about this. Which is crazy to think that all it would have taken was 14 points to win this football game. 14. Yeah, which is nothing. And they were on the Giants' side of the field all day. They just couldn't execute anything. I mean, when, when the running game is working as well as it is, which it took them forever to find, took them forever to find that, but once they found it and it started to work, it couldn't do anything in the passing game. Hertz was bad, and Hertz was bad all day, okay? Yeah, he was great at the end of the drive there, at the end of the game, fine. But all the stuff that leads up to that moment, it's inaccurate passes left and right, the slant stuff that didn't work because the receivers couldn't execute yeah. it, the interceptions down the field, he's underthrowing the ball to Rager, like all that stuff piles up, and it goes to this game that was still winnable because the Giants were that bad. They were begging you. The Giants handed you a knife and said, I don't want to live. Stab me. And the Giants... I'll turn around even. Yeah. I won't even care. And Just the, do it already. The Eagles were like, nah, it's fine, dude. You're cool. Like that's that's just how it went today. That was it was an embarrassing loss. Yeah, and it's uh, I mean the text line is feeling it all. Jerry fucking this fucking train wreck. Oh my god, it hurts so bad from Ian Tolino. Carrie Nice Jing, I need Rager cut tonight. Kyle Bennett, what are you feeling over there? I mean, this is supposed to be a momentum builder into the playoffs, and now we're going to be right back to the same stupid discussion on whether or not this team should tank, on whether or not Hurts is the guy or not, and blah, blah, blah. But what are, what are your impressions losing to the Giants today? I just showed our good friend Francisco here. Do you remember a couple years ago, 
the uh, the drop pass by JJ Ortega Whiteside. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. That is the yeah. same picture we just saw with Jalen Rager against a bad football team. JJ dropped it against the Lions. Rager drops it against a bad Giants team who openly admitted everybody's gone after this year. Yep. You can help speed that process up. And we just. Again, drop the ball. You, no pun intended. Yeah, you, yeah, no, literally, literally tonight. And that's let's let, uh, let's come back to Hertz because that's going to be a week long discussion. Yeah, Jalen Rager needs to be benched more than more than anybody on this team. Cut, moved on from. You got to stop forcing the ball to him at, at any regard. Four targets only for Devonte Smith. A, a lot less than that, I think, for Dallas Goddard. And if the Giants essentially plan that way to take them out, then. Rager's not effective as a wide receiver. You went to Quez Watkins more than you did Jalen Rager, and somehow he's more reliable than your first-round pick. It's time to just call it like it is for losing to the Giants. Jalen Rager should never touch the football field again the rest of this year. No, he he's a useless player for them. I mean, useless. And, and it's funny because the one the one play early, he's one of their best plays of the first half. He catches the ball down the field. He jumps up. He gets it. He immediately falls down. You go like, wow, it's a nice athletic catch. And then he misses... Basic, I mean, basic down the field throws that he's got to have. And it's with the game on the line. It was earlier in the fourth quarter. Yep. He botched both of them for all the nonsense that goes on with him, too, on social media and going after fans. The guy's not mature enough. He's not talented enough. And he's not worth it. I mean, you find somebody else. Get Greg Ward in there more. They threw one ball. To, <laughs> honestly, like they threw one ball to Greg Ward on the sideline where he was going to, making it out in an end zone. That was a fine play. Just didn't come together. But, man, Jalen Rager is absolutely awful. And, yeah, they, they need to deactivate him next week. There's uh, no doubt about it. Barney's trying to show us on the uh, live stream that somebody's already memed the Jalen Rager's face to unlike uh, Aguilar guy. Uh, so, like, yeah, it's... It doesn't matter what kind of talent that you have in here through wide receiver. I'm going to bring this up again because Vince Quinn always brings this shit up too. You've got a wide receiver coach by trade as your head coach, right? This is a problem when Doug was here and no one develops. And it's just like they can't. Not only can the, the, the Eagles have, for the last couple of years not been able to select a wide receiver, they haven't been able to develop him. And I give you no more than Jalen Rager and Jay Jaw, who Jay Jaw, I believe, had more yards than Jalen Rager today, even though they had an equal amount of catches, which is insane, too. But um, that's a big part of, of hurting this offense just as much. And this is what's going to hurt now as I turn to this. Jalen Hurts should have been benched today. The basics were not there. Uh, if this is the blueprint to beat the Giants, I'm upset. Or, excuse me, to beat the Eagles and to confuse Jalen Hurts, which I think Joe Banner had been saying for a couple of weeks. But um, running a 3-3-5, essentially, I'm going, like, good luck. I, I don't I, – he was so confused, like, to the moon in terms of reading where a safety is going to be, double coverage being there when it's not supposed to be there, all that stuff about anticipatory throws. Uh, Gardner Minshew wins this football game. Let's make no mistake about that. And I'm not calling for him for the rest of the season, but Jalen Hurts should have been benched today. Yeah, he, he was awful. And when you think about it, it's so shocking because when we were projecting where this game is going, yeah, we, we saw no way whatsoever that the Eagles were going to lose this game. And why is that? Well, Jalen Hurts, for all of his problems, whatever they are, he makes smart decisions constantly. He didn't have Most that today. Time, yeah. 
He didn't have that today. Not throwing into double coverages all throughout the year. He's been phenomenal with that. Today, he did it at least five different times. Yeah. We're throwing a double coverage, and a couple of those times it got picked. Other times it's like this dancing bear bullshit where the ball's getting batted around and like nobody catches it. But my God, man, I mean, he was awful today. Like, this was the worst start that he's had by an Eagle, and it's not even remotely close. Mm -mm. No, not, not even close, Kyle. Do you agree? This is coming from Jeff McClain, too. Oh, nice. All right. Devontae Smith livid as he came off the field, threw his helmet to the bench, wanted the ball, was open, never saw a target on the Eagles' final two drives. Wow. Was open. Jeff McClain is saying was open? Man. Well, that's – and again, that's another reason why. Like, this is – you're into – we're talking about – this is on to the playoffs. This should have been a little fleck on the middle of the schedule, and you're on to the next thing. And if Devontae Smith is again open in these situations and Jalen Hurts is not seeing that, and everyone just throughout the entire game, everyone in this bar was saying, this is why you don't throw. It's to protect Jalen. I'm not here to protect Jalen. I want to know if he can or can't. And he can't right now. He can't. I I. It's a, it sucks because going into this game, Vince, you had an article from Ian Rappaport. They had all this positive energy saying, like, that's the guy. You have this huge Saints win. It's the first time it's a two in a row, and it didn't show up at all today. This is one, one part where you wanted to put the exclamation on three in a row, going to the playoffs. Now they're five and seven, and they still don't know if they have a quarterback yet. Yeah, you don't know. And that's the thing where everybody totally, I mean, all this hype train stuff of, wow, Hertz has developed so much over this year. No, he had not, okay? Oh, he has. No, he hadn't. He, we'll get to that later. He's, he's yeah. gotten a little bit better at certain things over the last couple of weeks. And it was really last week and this week. But everybody was like, no, all season, these monster signs of growth. No, 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 no. He, he had been solid, great with his legs all year, and the passing needed to develop. Today, it wasn't there in the worst way, and those are the warts of this guy. Like, that's why I do talk about, I'm not going to rub this in here, but this is why you do talk about Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? Like, that four interceptions in a game like today, Wilson never has those games. He has four interceptions in a season sometimes, and that goes with 35 touchdowns and all that. So, like, Jalen Hurts needs to grow as a passer. He got exposed today, and everyone is going to be looking at this game. And by the way, you play the Giants again. Yes. Yeah, and you're going to see Freddie Kitchens again. And if that's what threw you off, I like the Giants offense did not throw off Jalen Hurts. They, they were doing everything to protect him in this game as well. They ran the ball in insanely crazy. And yes, Brandon Graham in the chat, yes, on the live stream. How are you not targeting Devontae Smith? Dallas Goddard, weeks in and weeks out, every single time. That's not a Jalen Hurts issue either. That is a, well, maybe it is. Maybe it is if Devontae Smith is throwing his helmet that frustrated and not being able to get involved in the game, and that's part of it. We've got to start thinking now, okay, I have at least have to admit that this is probably not as much as Nick Sirianni that I've been putting on the coach, right? You would agree with that at this point. Well, Sirianni's proud, like, the, the offensive stuff, they're still trying to figure out what they are, what they want to be. They don't know yet. Like, we, No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. This team, and you told me that this team has an identity now. It's a running team that does this, that does that, and now we're back to, well, I don't know what they do again. Well, that's what happened. This To start this game, for a quarter and a half, did we not go, why are they not running the ball? What are they doing here? So they did to start the game, they, and this is a game where you don't have to change what you do. If the Giants are the worst pass defense in football, and they've got the best run defense, fine, you're going to pass the ball, it, it just makes sense. It's the Giants, they're not a good team. They were able to run the ball at will once they started 
started doing it, but it took him a quarter and a half to get there. That's a problem. And the passing game, there were things that I liked this week that they did well in the passing game. Well, they executed it like shit, but they, <laughs> but they were they were running slants. They were dumping passes off to the running back here and there. That's West Coast passing philosophy, which is great for a developing quarterback like Hurts. You want to see that stuff. This is the first time we've seen that all year. So... <laughs> They didn't. They have no passing identity whatsoever. They didn't embrace the running identity early. Those things cost them the game. Uh, but but at the same time, I'm looking at this. Boston's got 15 carries, 64 yards. Miles Sanders, nine carries, 64 yeah. yards. Jalen Hurts, designed runs, eight carries, 77. They ran the ball, guys. They Eventually. ran the ball. Eventually. They ran and they kept running, and that's how they got into the red zone. Now, if you're saying they should have just kept doing that in the first quarter, Fine. Yeah. I don't know if that actually makes this game that much different if you're still going to get pinned into the same shit, but absolutely. Here's where I have more of a problem, though. When you're saying you like the things out of the passing game, your leading, your leading wide receiver was Kenny Gainwell towards the end of the game. He's the only guy that had three catches. Jalen oh Rager, two. Quez Watkins, two. Devontae Smith, two. Like... It's insane to manage the game like this. You can't do this every single week because those things are going to happen. You can't I, you can't run your way to the playoffs. You cannot. So, well this team they, no, for the rest of this stretch they should be able to. Jets, Washington Giants, yes, you should be able to run your I way to the playoffs going into this game. Yeah, exactly. And you're telling me they didn't. They did. They it, still did, it, just not in the red zone. It took them too late, and then they turned the ball over four times. I mean, it, it, like, and that was all in the passing game. So, yes, like, well, the run was Scott. But uh, you look at what they did offensively today. If they ran the ball from the beginning, it didn't turn over four times. I mean, they win 35-3, to three and nobody cares about this game. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, I mean, like, we're just talking about two plays as opposed to what they were doing all game. They didn't throw all game. They didn't throw all game until they absolutely had to, where Jalen Hurts had to go and win this thing because you can't score fucking 10 points. Well, yes, they, they got it. No, they got it. You away. don't turn over the ball, and, and this game's tied at a minimum, right? That's the second time well, I think yeah, I've knocked if, over if, my liquid death. It, it is the second time up, today. The That's good work by you. But, <laughs> like, when it comes to the, the passing game, they were throwing early. It didn't work. It was catastrophic, frankly, early. Then they started to run more. By the third quarter, they weren't passing really at all. Then they turned it over again, and then they had to start passing. And then, you know, Jalen Rager's dropping the ball. So, like, these are all the things that happen when the team has some level of brokenness to it, right? Yeah. This isn't a complete roster, and they're really not elite anywhere outside of the offensive line. So Hertz has 10 seconds to throw in the pocket occasionally. And occasionally? occasionally yes. All fucking day? No, he had some moments where he had to run for his oh, life. Oh, my God. No, no way. He had, no, no way. No, the offensive line was great today, but there were certain plays where he had to run. It did happen. I'm, I, generally, yeah. they were amazing. So they, he has all that time, but as much as he stayed in the pocket and drove certain throws down the field for 10 seconds in the pocket, yeah, Raker is dropping it, you know, so or, or yes. he's inaccurate on the throw. He's throwing it short. So you can't make up for those things w offensively with your skill position, guys, because that's not what your elite talent is or you're not feeding that elite talent at Smith, Which is, and that's what's seems, devastating. Seems more the case there, too, and, like, you know, it seems as though we talked about this on the pod, like, coming into this game. Getting Jalen Hurts into a position where you're trying to create that playoff passing game and what does that look like? You know, it seemed like they were trying to execute that today. And yeah. That, like, what a dumb idea to do today of all. That's the one thing I do agree, like, overall. Don't, 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 get, don't get that stuff into, like, let's just see if it works mode. Go win the game first, then do all that shit. 
and they never they never seem to just find their way back to you know what you guys were talking about there but Here's where I severely disagree with both of you guys. Okay. What they asked Jalen Hurts to do today, and basically since the beginning of time, is do the basic things right at quarterback on how to throw the football. He has not done that in his progressions, steps, or anything in terms of being simple. Simple. This is simple stuff. Yeah. I don't want to hear that they put too much on his plate in this one. They didn't. I don't want to hear that they didn't. They, they got too cute or they did the wrong things or this and that. Oh, hold on a second, Barney. Uh, like, I, I, I just, I, I don't even think that they have asked him to do that much at all. And he can't go and achieve it against a really, really bad football team. I don't think that's on Nick Sirianni or how the, the flow went to it. This is just simply Jalen Hurts' limitations and he was bad and his playmakers couldn't help him out in the end. Yeah, he was That's awful. It. He was awful today. I mean, his legs were the thing that, like, that. the legs were important, but you're talking about him as a passer. He, you want him to be your franchise quarterback. He was awful today. So it, it's brutal to see him have a performance like that and the receivers fall flat. The thing is, after this game, I know this, like, play, and I've seen it in the comments already, yeah. and, I, and I, we appreciate everybody com commenting, but, like, there's going to be so much hate drawn towards Rager because it is the last play of the game, and he sucks. But you know what? He's a guy that we've known sucks for two years now. The other guy's supposed to be your franchise quarterback. You can put it on Rager if you want today, but you know what? Jalen Hurts was awful. They did have three interceptions today, and you got to put this game on him. It's on him. He's good yeah. enough. He's clutch late that he made it compelling, and they had a chance. But he was in his own ditch. Yeah, a big time. And now uh, Barney joining the show with us here at the Henry James Saloon. He's been with us at the entire live stream. He's Mr. Mr. Run the Ball since 1995. Uh, I, I don't think that they, they told Jalen Reagan to do anything complicated at all. And we need to really stop with like, oh, Nick didn't do this or Boston Scott didn't do that or Jalen Reagan didn't do this. Jalen Hurts lost that game. Look, I mean, plain and simple. There are some reasons why I definitely agree with you. I think Jalen Hurst definitely could have played a lot better in this game. I mean, he definitely showed his limitations as a passer in this game. And I'll be the first one to say, like, if he had played better towards the end of that game, they had a real shot to win. That being said, I still think they probably could have won this game in spite of his play, his play if they had run the ball more early and often. They committed to the run. I mean, and we're, stuck to, we're, we're, we're talking about two two things, two well, possessions. You can't fit any more fucking running into the game plan. What are we talking about? What I'm talking about is the <laughs> like, two interceptions he had on the goal line. If, if, those, yes, I if agree. It but smart, where, else are you, where else are you running the football more is what I'm asking. Well, no. What where? Just, First what, quarter plus. That, that's all we're talking about, right? That's what we're talking yeah. about. But what so I'm saying is that's on Jalen Hurts. Stop acting like, oh, if you just run the football there, you're going to win the game. We don't, I, we don't even know that. What I'm saying is worst case scenario on those goal line drives, and they have run the ball and gotten stuff, they still would have settled for three points. And we wouldn't be talking about, you know, us losing by six. We'd be talking about overtime right now. So that's that's the only point I'm Absolutely, trying to make. Absolutely, but that that is putting it on the coach. That's saying, like, if you just did this one thing at the very beginning of the game, that, that's your quarterback is bad and you're trying to make up for it. And I agree That's with all that. this game was, feels like. I mean, I well, definitely part of it was he, he was bad, and part of it was it wasn't their game plan coming in against the Giants to run when that's the thing. They, I mean, to, you face the Saints and you ran them over, and then you don't do that to start. How just many, like, again, how many times did they run the football today, guys? They didn't do it to start. Yeah. To start. It's the timing of to when they ran the ball. To start the game. You have to do it early because that's what you do well. That is the basics of what you do, and everything else comes but, from but the run. But if you're saying they continue to do what they do well throughout the entire game, then two, they should have won this football game For two still. and a half quarters, for they did it. For three quarters, and they for three quarters done it they for, ran, right? 
Carson I'm, wins, by the way, going for a Hail Mary, which yeah. gets intercepted. And that's the only saving grace. That's where he has a, a three-touchdown day today. So the Colts lose. Pick is going to be locked in next week, so there's there's at least that. But, like, man, I think maybe comments, uh, people on the uh, podcast, 215-509-5833. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. They had 208 rushing yards today to the Giants' 70. So yeah. what? where? Where can you run the ball more effectively? It was the start of the game. It's, yes, but it's you are making excuses for Jalen Hurts in this game if you're saying all they had to do was run the football and they would have won the game. I well, see Hurts suck too. Well, it's John, both things. Yeah. It can't be. It cannot be. Well, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a game where they have 208 rushing yards, 100 of them came in the third quarter. We're so just, they didn't abandon the we're run just at saying, all. They, went, they eventually found the run again. Yes, but the problem has been consistency. They, they ran more than they passed yes. today. Yes, again. And so, yet, if they had ran a little more, they could have won. Or at least then they're not the winning. You know what? Then they're not winning. They're not going to fucking win a playoff game if that's the case. If this oh. is what you have to do to win a football game for Jalen Hurts week in and week out, you're not going to win a playoff game. They might not, but guess what? We're not. not. We won't get there unless we try. You know, that's what I'm saying. Whatever is effective for the only thing that's effective for us right now is running the ball. We know that. So why yeah. deviate that? Because Jalen, you have to find out if Jalen Hurts is going to be here next year or not. And you've got less than six you months to find figure that, that out. out. The, you can find that out in the offseason. Right now, no, we've got to find out. Yeah, we've got to find that out in the offseason. He's either here, no, gone, or on the bench. Listen, that's the that's. Listen, I think after 12 weeks of football, you know what you have in Jalen Hurts going for it. Now you got to find out if you could get to the playoffs. And to get to the playoffs, you got to run the ball. All right, well, here's... That's, that's the only thing I'm trying to say. Like, I agree with you. Jalen Hurst needs to play a lot better than yep. he did today. And guess what? He definitely lost in this game. I mean, he made a lot of mistakes this game that cost us the game. I'm not doubting that. I'm not saying he doesn't need to play better. I'm not saying this game's not an indictment on his play. But what I'm saying is you can win in spite of his play. And this game clearly showed that if they ran the ball in certain opportunities, like me and Vince were talking about, they would have won the game or at least tied it. So 21... See, hold on. I just want to add this up correctly. See what you're arguing more. 33 yeah. runs. To 33 runs. Passes. 33 runs. Yeah, but two yeah. of them, if they had chose a run over pass, would have. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't win games in the first quarter, guys. Yeah. You just don't. Sorry. Like, that's what I. Ugh. Mm. This is such a fucking frustrating loss, and we are going to yell and scream all week, and deservedly so. Between this, between. Like, I don't want to hear a thing about Jonathan Gannon. It's 10 points, or 13 points, it ended up being, right? 13 points, yeah. uh, a, a team you could do anything with, and they just fired Jason Garrett. Yeah, John, Gannon's defense showed out this game. <laughs> I, can't, I don't have anything really bad to say about Gannon's defense right now. I mean, they, they definitely played their ass off. So, I mean, it's but, unbelievable. Three turnovers, and, and they all came from QB1, right? Or four, yeah. Four, four, that's well, right. Scott, the Scott, Scott fumble, the which sealed the game, essentially. Ah. I think we should start calling him RB1 instead of QB1. Because I think that's his best Taylor, skill right now Taylor's is running the ball. Taylor's been doing that for weeks. So. I, I, I agree. He's right. He's I mean, the, he's, he is RB1. But you know what? If you know you have RB1, why don't you use him? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they those, use Hurts as a runner no, all the time. What I'm saying is, when, I say, when I say run the ball, I don't necessarily mean just with Miles Sanders. Right. What I mean is with Jalen Hurts, too. When you have Designed a flash and pass, it's designed so if the pass isn't there, you can take off with Jalen Hurts. And that's right. what's good at. You know what I mean? Like... I'm not necessarily saying run the ball all the time with a running back, but guess what? Jalen Hurts is a running quarterback. Utilize that, you know? Uh, no, that's something so, I – I mean, if you are if you are going to continue on that, like trying to keep him into a 21 or 22-yard pass attempt phase, then Barney's yeah. not wrong, but it's got to look like it's on steroids compared to whatever you're running here. Then it has to look like a completely different offense. I don't think they have time to do that. It just is what it is. 
You're going to be able to win two games in a row by running the football. And it's a loser mentality. Running the football is a loser mentality. Sorry. Not like with it, this team. It is. This no, is a not. losing team. They're five and fucking seven. Okay, because they passed for a chunk of the season. And we go, why would they run the ball? It's one of the best offensive lines in football. And what has it shown us? What has it shown us? They can get 100 yards in a quarter. Fantastic. Yes. And they can't put it in the end zone. Okay, and it hurts. Like, that, like the nitpicking that goes on with the running game with part of Barney's argument, like, the one interception he threw at halftime, right? Going yep. into the half, you get down there, you're like the one-yard line. He ends up forcing this ball. It's a terrible ball. He's running to the sideline. It's a good play call. He makes a god-awful decision as a passer. Yes. So could you have run it there? Yes. But the, the play's effectively a run call, and Hurts made an awful decision on that. All so you like, got to do is throw that out of bounds, and you still have a tight football game today, too, or, or a, f a field goal instead of chasing a, a touchdown, too. Well, like, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what the I'm thing. Saying. This all ties together. Like, I'm not saying that Hurts only he should throw the ball five times a game. He's not Tim Tebow. You know yeah. what I mean? But when you're thinking, ah, when you're today th he looked which, like it. Well, today he looked like it. But <laughs> when you're when you're looking at what Hurts can be and what the passing offense of this is, they are better when they run because that's what the offensive line is elite at. And you're getting average, forgettable running backs that are getting you eight yards a carry. Mm -hmm. You live on that. You die by that. And Hurts has been great there too. Kyle, you're getting chunk yardage. You're not getting that in the passing game. Kyle, what's Tim saying down there? I just can't read it all the way. Uh, it says, I've at least seen Hurts play much better than this. Interceptions are not the norm for him. Rager blows forever. Yeah, that, yeah, all true. And I do think, and even me saying this, I feel like Jalen Hurts can easily bounce back from this. Yeah. It's just like one yeah. of those stupid, stupid NFC East games that, you know, we all predicted in a blowout and whatever. The, the other part of this that we haven't really talked about yet is, you know, Jason Kelsey does leave relatively early in this one and did we get any final updates on that i mean he comes back out on the game it looks like it was all all elbow all forearm something like that herbig gets in there there's a nasty holding call for on a boston scott touchdown which also changed this one a little bit too the trust me when i say this jalen hurts the eagles nick sirianni whoever want to put most of the game lost this football game doesn't mean the refs weren't also very terrible Awful. holding calls all game all games in this game. And yeah. by the way, that's the first time we've said that all season on a post-game show. Yep. We, we have never really gone after the refs, but they were atrocious today. Yeah. yeah. Really, really, really bad. And do you think that, like, that – because what I see is Nate Irving's not a fantastic run blocker as a center. And as what Jason Kelsey can do, and we saw that against the Saints last week, I think that does change your running game a, a, a lot of bit. Not a yeah. little bit, a lot of bit. That's your signal caller. It's your protection caller. It's all that. Nate Herbig is nowhere close to Jason Kelsey. Well, and part of it is, I mean, Herbig and people are going to rip Herbig this week. But you know what? They should the, not at all. No, they shouldn't. I, I, I thought those holding calls were junk, and that's part of the whole argument here. Like, they had huge runs on those plays, and they both got called back, and that sucks. I think they should be cross-training Landon Dickerson instead of Nate Herbig. I mean, I think that's the biggest problem. Landon Dickerson has experience playing on a championship team as a center. Why aren't you cross-training him? I understand he's your starting guard, but, I mean, come on. Well, I think they have like, cross-trained him, but they just didn't want to move him because then you're moving two things. You know what I mean? He's been yeah. your left guard, now you're switching that, so that my lot has got to communicate with I don't a new know. guy. And I saw them do it mid-game with Andre Dillard. They moved him from right tackle to left and to, to guard. I mean, they have no problem moving guys midway through the game. Why not now? That's probably because they're not cross-training him. Well, because they're saying, okay, you're a rookie. Let's have you learn this new position I actually right don't think it's a cross-trained thing. I actually think it's just he literally doesn't know the playbook. Because I mean, be he missed all of preseason. He had the ankle injury. What can you play right away? Guard, sure. You don't have to know anything. They're having yeah. to focus you on don't. one position for sure. They're like, okay, you're yeah. young. You're a rookie. Yeah. You've never played in the NFL. We're not going to have you play like three different positions right away. So. But moving forward, 
you would assume that, like, okay, now now you're going to get some heavy Dickerson crossover. Uh, that's probably an off-season project, I would assume. Uh, yeah, so probably probably no differences in there, but I do think that played a major difference in how how long was Kelsey out for? About a quarter and a half. Yeah, he missed a good chunk of time because it was like yeah. he came out of the tunnel, but then he was sitting there on the sideline in uniform yep. for a while, and eventually they put him in. But that was probably third quarter. Yeah, and mm -hmm. virtually and and or not virtually, actually physically, tangibly pissed off on all of the holding calls on Herbig, too, on the sideline. Dropped a motherfucker in there. I believe we saw yep. the, the proper lip reading. So, you know, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm just not certain that uh, now with some injuries on board, no one should be certain of anything. I mean, nothing's a guarantee. No one should be certain of anything from, from here on out, and shame on us for actually saying a playoff run is coming, honestly. Do I, do I, I still to, think it is, because this is exactly what we talked about. I mean, we talked about them blowing a game or two that they shouldn't. We knew this was going to happen. You still have plenty of games left. It just sucks when you see it and feel it, and it looks this awful. But, man, I mean, you do have the Jets coming up. You've got a bye after this. Maybe Kelsey can take the week off, and you go into the bye, and you can beat the Jets, and everything's cool. You know yep. what I mean? So we'll see where it goes. Like, San Francisco and uh, the Vikings are ahead of you in the wild card race. One of them is guaranteed to lose today. So, well, there's a ties, but that's, that's dumb. Uh, so <laughs> either way, like, one of them is going to lose as well. So you're not losing ground in the wild card race. You can be okay. They just, you can't throw four picks or have four turnovers in a game. I agree. Uh, Jalen Rager speaking with the media, which I didn't expect to see. Um, uh, Jalen Rager's on his last two balls from He said they were both drops on him. He said the last one of the scramble drill he should have caught. Uh, so at least he's admitting that. Uh, nothing really from the coaches uh, thus far. Uh, didn't do enough <laughs> as a team to win. Um, Sirianni saying it's all about the process, going back in there and going to work. Man, shut up. <laughs> it's just process, process. That's back to roots, that baby. Roots, baby. Roots. This, this game roots, was teed up roots. to win. Like We keep saying it, but this was a teed up to win. And the Giants gave it to us on a silver platter. They were begging us to win. Like you said, like they gave us a knife and said, please, stab us. But we didn't. We didn't capitalize. Everything fell so, in line for them this weekend. No. Cowboys lose. Cowboys look like they're getting into that Kyle Bennett, Dak Light savings time. And you can't capitalize on that. So the division's talk is out. Way out. It was hilarious that we even got into that this week. Now it's just a wild card. Can you be better than the Saints? Can you be better than Minnesota? Can you be better than San Francisco? And that's not, that's not going to help you. It's not going to help you in the wild card. I actually... If you're going to produce one more of these, I'd rather you miss the playoffs. <laughs> Why do you guys say seven points? The only thing Fuck this that. game showed me is when they commit to a run, they succeed or they have success. And, and, and when they deviate, they fail. And you're Look, not a contender if you're just a run. Well, you're, you're, you're not a you're true not a contender down the line. It can get you to the playoffs now. But that's the thing. Yeah. This whole thing is stages. It's like the growing is supposed to be run the game management stuff and do that well, which Hurts generally does, and have the running game back you. Great. Now you put a little more responsibility on his plate the next yeah. year. He gets better as a passer. He also needs better receivers, but then you get <laughs> to that stage. And then a couple years later, then he is the full-fledged, hey, he's throwing 45 times a game. If you need him to, we can win the game for you. Like, everybody's afraid of this guy. Yeah. They go for it on fourth because, God forbid, he gets the ball. Like, then he becomes that guy, but it does take time. That's what it looks like at this early phase. So... They can get to the playoffs. They don't need to be a contender now. But getting to a playoff game and Hurts in a playoff game is very fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm still rooting for that to happen. But I'm just not sure if it's as, as beneficial as we made it out to be, especially, like, I don't know. 
Yeah, we're, we're all I'm swaying back and it. forth. I'm, you're, not, you're I'm still not changing. On. I still think they're a playoff team. I still think they're getting in. I want to see them in. They've got everything there. It's just you have awful games like this. New coaching staff, young coaching staff, young quarterback, bad receivers. It just piled up today. It was a rough one. I say if your intention now, if we can make headway on any of these purports, on if they like Jalen or if they don't or whatever it is, if they don't like Jalen Hurts heading into next offseason, there is no reason to make the playoffs. None. None. If you're not, even as a backup role, if Jalen Hurts is expected to be here on this team, go to the playoffs. But if if you haven't made that decision yet, I'm telling them to, to run it into the ground right now. No, I, you get in because yeah. you're more compelling to a, a good quarterback. You're, you sell better. And yeah. plus, Hurts' value goes up. I mean, if he's a playoff quarterback and you want to trade Doesn't him, matter if he's not going to be here anyway, what are we talking about? Well, you got to you sell your system to people in the offseason, too. I mean, if you keep winning and actually make the playoffs in spite of this system, you're selling your system to a lot of players the in the offseason. The system's already been sold to itself. You want to know why? Because for the last two weeks, every time that Jalen Rager, or Jalen Rager, Jalen Hurts has dropped back, he's had great protection, fantastic protection yeah. from the best defense in the, in the league to. Someone that's not as good. If I'm a quarterback, then I see the Eagles' offensive line. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm I'm good to go. And I keep making the Lamar Jackson reference, but I mean, listen, look how they've used him the last three years, and they've won the division every single year by running the ball with him and the running back. Completely different player. He's not though. They're very similar. Throw the fucking football. Can he? Yes. For the first couple years, he couldn't. Yes. Do you know why Jalen hurts his ceiling? Better than hurts. I know you know why hurts. Way better on the floor. And he's also Way a generational better. runner. I mean, Hurts is a really yeah. good runner, but Lamar's the best running quarterback. I'm not saying the they're the same seen. guy. I'm saying their skill sets are very similar. And yeah. if you run our offense the way they run theirs, you'd see better results. I said on the pod this week that I'm so sick of that comp. That's why you're getting so much. No, that's fine. <laughs> listen, I, I, I'm like I, I, over, so listen, overhearing that. Yeah, I might not be on it, but I listen to the pod. I hear you talk, and I disagree. <laughs> I think their skill sets are very similar. Obviously, Lamar Jackson is Jalen Hurts on crack. But what I'm saying is if you run your offense the way they run theirs and you basically dictate that you're going to I mean, they basically are. They yeah, basically are. But it's working. And that's what I'm saying. It's working. It's not. They have, it is working. They have a sub-500 record. It's not working. No, I'm saying when they run the <laughs> offense like they should, yeah. it works. It does. If it does. you're telling me that if they want to run this offense, not the one that we saw in Atlanta to start the season, yeah. if it was just a running offense for seven weeks at a time, that we would be any more successful than what they are now. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I mean, it started in Detroit. So the, you really started doing it just a couple of weeks ago, and then you started winning games and getting yourself into the playoff conversation again. You had, to, it, But it started in Detroit. And it started in Detroit, a team who has no wins. <laughs> yes, okay. You, know, you beat, you know, uh, well, you. and the Saints are injured like crazy too. So I'm not going to say it's the biggest win ever, but that defense was pretty healthy, and you still ran all over them. So proving what you can do as an offense, they can do it. They can do it against anybody with that, and that at least makes you competitive in games, even if you're not elite. And not to mention, here's a tinfoil hat theory for Ooh, you. I liked it. We like those here. So I was thinking about it actually for a while. When did this running you know, phenomenon really start? didn't start in Detroit. It started when they traded Zach Ertz. Maybe they traded Zach Ertz because they're like, hey, let's commit to running the ball, have him off the field, putting in somebody like Dallas Goddard, who's not throwing to anyway, but guess what? He's a run blocker. Let's have him on the field all day <laughs> I so mean, we can actually run the rock the way we want to. I'm just saying there might be some like correlation it. to that. It, it's, it sounds like one of our tinfoil hats. There's hey, added to the pile. Absolutely. As soon as Zach Ertz left, Kyle, what, what, what do you got more. down there, Kyle? Uh, Taylor said every time Barney says run on a stream, he has to donate a dollar to the Autism <laughs> Foundation. I think you know what? I will do that. I'll do that. I'll donate a dollar every time I say run. As long as somebody's keeping track All right. of 
the Taylor, how many times I say run. Next broadcast, yeah. you got to keep a Barney counter on just like how many times you said run the football, and then we can add all those up. I think that's fine. Then no, you can say I'll, that. I'll there we go. Taylor's in. <laughs> I might throw it in a couple more times just because, like, you know, I like donating to a good cause, you know? Well, so. like, here, here's what I'll say. Uh, is if you're having any trouble figuring this game out, I'm going to ask these guys uh, a, a question in, in one second. It is actually the liquiddeath.com's uh, question of the day because they are sponsoring not only us everywhere we go, as we are at the Henry James Saloon in Roxborough, where we carry our cases of liquid death in here. And any time that you want to come and enjoy the game with us, like Joe did today, shout out to him again for coming out. Uh, it's free liquid death the entire time, as uh, John Dunphy, the owner, is saying goodbye as well here. Uh, if you go to liquiddeath.com slash bell, you will get the wonderful big, large case of liquid death sent to you personally. Well, not personally, but I'm sure Mike sees, oversees everything. Uh, delivered to you for free. Free shipping, liquiddeath.com slash bell, uh, and you can get in your fridge one of the most badass cans of water in uh, on the planet uh, from the Alps directly from uh, that to your mouth, uh, and it helps uh, recycle the planet because all of those plastic bottles that we use aren't recyclable anymore. Are recyclable anymore? I've done that a few times today, haven't I? Yeah, that's all right, eat, though. Eating some words. It's been a long day. Uh, but uh, you uh, would be a fool to try and eat aluminum because... Uh, well, that would break your teeth. You'd You're not a goat. Some, yeah, you'd have some uh, some bowel problems and all that stuff. Uh, but well, you'll never, you'll never, ever, ever have to worry about your thirst again if you're carrying around the liquid death. 16.9 ounces in this beautiful can. Uh, and not only that, it's a conversation starter. It's something you can pick up once the party's winding down to sober yourself up and not look like such a, I don't know, Wendy, uh, what is it called? Uh, 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 oh. Wendy, Wendy Weiner or whatever. Like, sure. I want to go home. <laughs> Everybody's drunk. I just want to sober up and have fun. And uh, this actually allows you to do all that stuff. So it's very cool. Also, you can scare people. You can scare cops. You can scare your parents. You can scare anybody. Just go to liquiddeath.com. As you do it again. I have uh, knocked, it knocked over, over the can like a second or third time. That's probably why That's the, the Eagles are I'm going to start calling you Miles show. Sanders or Boston <laughs> Scott over here. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Uh, just, uh, but I bet I could throw a can of Liquid Death better than Jalen Hurts, or at least from uh, from today. Uh, Kyle Bennett uh, helping me out with the uh, the napkins to clean this up, and you can help yourself out just by going to liquiddeath.com/bell for your free uh, shipping case of water as well. So uh, here's the big question: Do you remember anything that the Giants did today to win this football game? Scored more points. Yeah, but how? Do you remember how they scored? Does anybody remember how they scored? I mean, they had a couple of field goals. They had a couple of field goals. They missed a kick. They missed a kick. And that, I forget how a they scored the touchdown. Doink off his a dong. fullback doink off his dong for a touchdown. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, the thigh catch. <laughs> yeah. They got fucking lucky. I mean, that's all it is. The ball bounced in their direction. Literally. And we didn't capitalize. I mean, Literally. Yeah. Uh, but like we were saying before, it was teed up for us to take, and we didn't do it. So the Just, Giants didn't really prove anything in that game other than James Bradbury is really that bull and yeah. shut down Devontae Smith. So other than that, phew, you know, it's a what sad did they really one. Prove? It's a sad one from the Henry James Saloon. Uh, Kyle Bennett, shout out your Twitter handle for everybody because I always forget it's K Bizzle. K B I Z Z L three one one. Shout out to AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> nice. Wow. For keeping it strong uh, uh, all day long, it's Vince Quinn. You can follow him on the Twitter.com. Barney, where can they follow you? You can follow me at, at Pushersteen on Twitter, on Instagram, all your basically your social media handles. I'm there. If you need a real Steen. estate guy, he is indeed the guy. At John Barchard, as always, J-O-H-N-B-A-R-C-H-A-R-D. And we appreciate everyone uh, following along at Bell and the Bird as well. So uh, 
I uh, any any final thoughts as we're rolling out of this one, guys? It's a very sad podcast from the Henry James Saloon, as it should be. This is ridiculous. Well, it should be, but uh, final thought is the Giants are dog shit. I mean, they're they're a terrible team. They're really bad. And and the thing about the Eagles playing as bad as they did today, and they still almost won that game like multiple times. The Giants are just awful. I mean, like the next time they play the Giants, this is going to be a rout. I'm just Ooh. letting you know, it's Ooh. it's going to be a rout. I like that. Uh, final thoughts here, Barney? My final thoughts are if I don't think Jalen Rager should be allowed back in the city of Philadelphia until he <laughs> beats a New York football team. That should be our goal. This team does not come home until they beat a New York football team. So I hope you have your sweet booked at the Hilton in yeah. New York City so, or Jersey City, wherever the Giants play. So uh, My final thought is... Uh, my uh, my lovely wife Carrie is uh, awesome at Christmas cards. I just saw my daughter for the first time on one. She is very cute, and that's all I really care about. And you should care about too, because uh, I'm not going to let this stress me out today. I'm going to go enjoy the family. You should too. Enjoy the leftover Thanksgiving. That is uh, the foods that are still there hanging out in your fridge. Enjoy the pie. We will be here Tuesday. We will be here Thursday, trying to figure this out as they take on the Jets. And I can't even say if it's winnable yet because they won today <laughs> yep. with, it, with, with Zach Wilson and the rest. So uh, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening along. Let's try and get some positivity in here by Tuesday. For all of us here at Bell and the Birdman, thank you so much. Go subscribe, bellandthebirdman.com, our stores, our memberships, all of that fun stuff. And we'll see you on uh, Tuesday with a new podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.